Everybody, welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians come on to defend music they enjoy that other people give them shit about, Tommy. Great job. I hate that. When people make fun of the type of music you like, don't you hate that? Yeah, I think it's the worst thing in the world. It's I think t- it's worse than anything. It's worse than a war crime, <laughs> if you ask me. What is a war crime? Um, I am Tom Takar, the wolf of Dog Street, and I am joined, of course, by Tommy McNamara, the prince of snarkness. And the dog of Wolf Street, as we've established. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. The dog of Wolf. Was that from last week? Was I don't remember a lot of last week's episode. You were episode. very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and the, t- the roles are reversed and, today. And to get back at you, <laughs> I got drunk today. <laughs> uh, we have a very special guest on. But first, let's introduce the podcast concept more. <laughs> no, uh, Guy Montgomery has joined us. Uh, a true crack up, yeah, <laughs> a genuine crack up. Finally, this podcast has been, you know, settled with all these lousy guests, and then I kick the door in. Can you can you explain exactly which guests you think are bad? Oh, look, I don't want to name names, name. but every guest that preceded me was a real piece of shit. The Patton, Doug Benson. Yeah, right, yeah I thought yeah. Patton was one particular was pretty pretty ordinary. I thought Emmy Blotnick had a real bad a bad ep. <laughs> I was just talking about that ep the other day because we really covered Ruben Stuttered on that episode. I'm sorry, 2004. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> he starts out with just damn, <laughs> just considering all the things he did wrong in 2004. What, what did he do? What did Ruben Stutter do wrong? Oh man, he did it all. Yeah, listen to the song. because yeah. can he, we play it? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear. <laughs> let's it. just play it. Damn. <laughs> Whatever the year he did well was, the year he beat Clay Aiken. Well, yeah. the bummer is, I think the year he did well was 2003, and then 2004 oh. he just had a rough you know, one. The thing is, sometimes when you do well, you get too excited, don't you? Yeah, that's true. And uh, I mean, too, even even as recently as 14, 13 years ago, it was a different time. <laughs> it was different. It he was. wasn't to know that the things he was doing would be held up against him <laughs> as evidence of his being a bad or questionable person. You know, him and Clay are doing a holiday live show in New York. And can I say this? Yes. Finally. <laughs> You can say that. Yeah, the chemistry yeah, yeah. between those gents was undeniable, <laughs> and I can only imagine still will be after 14 years and of not demand, talking. Yeah, the demand is higher than ever, <laughs> so that's what's good. I'm getting texts yeah. right now from Jared Thompson. I want to know if it's about this... Uh, about the feelers. About the feelers, We're talking yeah. about the feelers today while you're looking oh, yeah, we should yeah, talk yeah. About The feelers. You know them. You love them. As I call them, worse than Ezra. <laughs> because they sound like a bad version of better than Ezra. I'm I don't sorry. know better than Ezra, so uh, there is no offense in your comparison. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look, the the thing about the feelers is, it sounds like they didn't break the states, and uh, you know, can we hold that against them as a measure of the music they made? Maybe the marketing machine wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many reasons that acts can't make it big in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's probably a combination of all of those things. The yes. feelers are not technically the most exciting musicians or the most exciting band in the world. Uh, they are second most exciting. <laughs> yeah, they're, se- they're technically the second most gifted, uh, but they're way down the list of exciting. Uh, but yeah, I they they hold a special place in my heart. You know, uh, they they keep me company through adolescence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm excited to hear what you guys think of them. I listened to a lot of the music before coming to do the episode just to refamiliarize myself. Uh, and I immediately became like quite embarrassed and nervous to <laughs> st- stand beside this back catalog of songs. This is exactly what we want out of uh, out of people defending music. We want you to feel a little on edge, you know? Yeah. So I noticed that all of your songs were from the first two albums. 
Is that like a common thing with this band? Are they kind of like the Weezer of... Yeah, do they drop off? Yeah. It's the thing, even saying that they are the Weezer of anything is uh, is, is generous. It's high praise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They were never the Weezer of, in the first instance, to be the Weezer who fell mm-hmm. off. But they were a, a, a huge success in New Zealand. They uh, had... I think they've, they've had multiple number one albums oh, wow. and singles. Uh, yeah. There was like those first. Yeah, they two had albums. five number one albums. There you go. I believe that's what it. You uh, have to sell something said. like thirty three albums to get a number one. <laughs> I was gonna make fun of the numbers, but I was like, "Is that insulting to New Zealand?" So I'm glad that New Zealand is. I'm like, gonna defer to you. <laughs> New Zealand is the home of per capita. Like, well, you know, per capita, we've got the most coffee shops in the world. It's least, like, least racism yeah, per capita. Yeah. There's another way of saying uh, not a lot of people live here. Yeah, like we're always every Olympics roll around. We're like, well, per capita, yeah, yeah. We have our own. Genuinely, in the newspaper, we print our own medal table, which is done per capita. Wow. And uh, America is languishing. So uh, <laughs> I can see why the failing New York Times are afraid to put that in their sports coverage. Where are the next Olympics? What's uh, I think Tokyo, right? Twenty twenty Tokyo. That sounds right. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all go. Yeah, we Let's should do go. a live episode of Stand By Your Band from Tokyo. <laughs> sounds like a good crossover rip. <laughs> <laughs> so what what was in in New Zealand? Were you listening to was it what was the mix of like American and British music and New Zealand music? Uh, so that's a great question. The the mix we generally we take from everywhere. Uh, okay. and this like, you know, as you guys would have in high school, this was before this was like if you really liked the song you'd lime wire oh, individual yeah, of songs. That is something we have in common. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is a really United Nations. Wow. Yeah. Well, and I was worried that, you know, our differences would drive us apart. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, through the radio and like you could choose the music you liked and you could mm-hmm. sort of find it, but you didn't have constant access to it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we, you know, we, commercial radio was absolutely dominated by... Uh, America, like imports, Australian acts actually had quite have always had quite a good run in New Zealand, uh, and then the feelers are sort of they're almost there are New Zealand artists who are benefactors of this arrangement because it's like we also do want to herald and champion some of our own and our mm-hmm. musicians and bands, yeah, and so you'll wind up attaching your cart to what might be a gammy horse, but in the context of you know you're like but it's our horse, yeah. Uh, and so the feel, you know, there's a little bit of that with the feelers, where it's like people jump on them because they were the best of that ilk of bands sure, coming sure, through. Sure. I mean, there was another band called uh, She Had, who were that they're critically more revered. Uh-huh. Uh, they changed their name. <laughs> Funnily enough, I actually completely forgot this. So now they so after nine eleven, oh, no. they cha- they wanted to break America, and they were nervous because their band name was She oh. Had. And when you so, said break America, you mean like they wanted to like yeah, get an successful? Yeah, okay. I thought you meant they wanted to like destroy America. The Taliban also wanted <laughs> yeah, to break yeah, America. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out they were a mouthpiece for. Uh, <laughs> but no, so they uh, like in a in a move which no one was interested in, and just read as like supremely simultaneously confident and paranoid, changed their name from She Had to Pacifier. So to distance themselves from sounding like somehow worse. Jihad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even put she head. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, I, I, I might be yeah, mispronouncing it because they. I always pronounce she head, but maybe they pronounce it she hard. Oh, uh, okay. But Does anyway, my girl give me that she head. Does that relate? My girl give me that's that she head. Oh, is that? Are you mispronouncing the word head? Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 and of course, head. Everyone knows is a uh, blowjob. Blowjob. Yes. Or 
vagina eating, uh, depending on the. It could, is, you can give a woman head. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 you can give yeah, her. So brain. it can in be America, vagina eating. In America, not in New Zealand. Yeah, in yeah, America, yeah. we call it brain. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that one before. <laughs> See, we do get we get trickle down of your culture. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, the, the the feelers were second best to she she had, but like Pacify. I think that pacify exactly. But I think their music is too. It's slightly too good for. Like I don't think I would have to stand behind them. Oh, right. I thought, like, the, right. fe- the feelers occupy the same space. Yeah, I would They're say like, you did a good job of like this band can be defended. This is <laughs> this is Pacifier B, uh, okay. and so that but there was there was a huge sort of wave of these like post alt rock sort of groups in the mid to early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, you can very uh, much that sound. Yeah. There's there's not yeah. It, I mean, I, I I don't really know what else to say. Like some of these songs, I just I love because I have vivid. Um, not even like physical memories, but emotional memories, are so, like feelings associated with some of the music. But when you listen back to it stripped of that context, as you guys would have, yes. it's just like, why would anyone put this song on? So they're not bad by any stretch. They're not a bad band. No. They're yeah, they're not very, terrible. I think they're very generic kind yeah. of post-grunge they were, rock. They yeah. were taking elements of like Bush. And yes, these, these, yes Bush that's is what the best reason. They're yeah, taking yeah, yeah. these Bush. American bands Bush and, and they're putting them through uh, like yeah. you know hokey New Zealand instruments and saying, uh-huh. this... And uh, some of us, you know, adolescents at the time were going, yes. Yeah. Let's hear this. a song real fast yeah. because I don't think the people listening to this podcast probably know. Unless we have a huge, hey, if you're a Feelers fan listening to this episode, welcome to the show. Man, did, yeah. did you find anything about the name? No, actually, I didn't. Um, what I do mean, you think about the name? Even on the Wikipedia. <laughs> well, yeah. It is a funny band name. It is like a fit. Like if you were trying to make fun of Coldplay, you'd be like, "What are they? The feelers? Yeah, yes. yes. keep feeling shit." Because also yeah. you you trace it back, and you're like, "There's pretty much two ways we can go with uh, imagining you calling yourselves the feelers. Yes. Either you love the experience of touch of all the senses that is your favorite <laughs> sense, or you are an incredibly emotive group who you yeah, know." Yeah. Give and receive feelings, or you like like putting out feelers, <laughs> right? Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like you like an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. Like, like, hey, just put out some feelers. What do you guys want for lunch today? Yeah. That's yeah. like, what do you guys think of our band name? And they're like, fuck it, we'll just call it feelers. <laughs> or <laughs> some, some feelers about our band name. Some terrifying combination of all three. <laughs> I think of spiders when I think of feelers. Maybe because they have so many things uh, to yeah. feel with. Eight legged feelers. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's why spiders are so emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the famed emotional volatility of the arachnid family <laughs> let's uh let's listen to a song called pressure man which is the say it ain't so of the feelers category. <laughs> i hate this opening. yeah i don't like yeah. this no it's great it's designed to <laughs> like, what's going on here <laughs> yeah i thought that i was break i thought my nintendo switch was broken when this started yeah. you were listening on nintendo switch i was that's how Isn't i was the most music popular <laughs> mp3 player these days <laughs> I can't describe how scary it is listening to this music. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be documented and released. Oh shit! This is a little ragey. Yeah. Nina, that Pinta, the Santa Maria. Smash the glass Shake the glass Cut the mother earth Open up 
Do you guys know what American film this song was used in? The Matrix. No. But I could see Doesn't that's not a bad like guess. feel like a Matrix song? That, yeah. It's not close to what the answer is, but it is a good guess. Can you give a hint? Uh, yeah, Unless I'll you give, know Guy. Do you know? Do you know? No, I don't know. Have okay. you seen the movie? That we're Have you about. seen film? Have you seen movies? Uh, I, yeah, we get movies too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. No, Guy has one of my f- favorite podcast uh, uh, structures, which is that you watch the same film every day or every week. For a year, yeah, correct. it's called the worst idea of all time. We talked about this on a previous episode because you commented on the Facebook, and when your name came up, I had to tell him talk about it. So yesterday, I was telling someone you were going to be on, and they were like, "Oh, that's that guy with the thing." Yeah, but good story. It was that is too, a good right? story. Yeah, we, there was a fit. we've done it uh, three times. We've actually just revived it for a fourth season. You, oh, fourth you season? are doing a fourth season? Yeah. Uh, I literally just came from recording an episode. We're doing the first Sex in the City movie. Oh, but I've seen that. And you had done the other Sex in the City. We'd already movie, right? done. We've yes. already done Sex in the City go to too. Dubai? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, they go to Abu Dhabi. With all respect to oh, my Emirates brothers. Oh, you think you know brothers. so much about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel I know a little. <laughs> How many times did you? Wa- times? Was it the first time you'd watched it? Sex in the City. Yes. The movie. No. Yes. So today was the sixteenth time I've watched it. <laughs> uh, and it's not one of those evergreen movies that gets better with age. Well, you know? she gets jilted. Yeah, she gets super jilted. It's such a fun word to use, correct? And it's yeah. such a flimsy jilting because Big's like sitting well, in the he car. He's like, turn, he's like, turn around, let me see. You. And then she turns, he sees her in profile, and she puts a veil on. He's like, nah, not enough. <laughs> and that's why? I don't know. Anyway, it I was. I haven't seen this film. You know, well, it's supposed to be Donald Trump. That's the uh, rumor. Is that right? That Mr. Big is like an avatar for Donald Trump. Oh, that what before. message Wait, boards have you been hovering not, around? But he's not blue. He's orange. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of avatar. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't uh, using it in that way. I know what you, that you were. I know the movie, the word avatar is not always in reference to the film. Can I just say the subtext on this thing is through the freaking roof. <laughs> Aren't the boys having a laugh? That's what I'm talking about. Some of the other guests, they come in here, they stink out the joint. They oh, don't even Emmy get the subtext. The Emmy Blotnik types yeah, yeah. come in. We're all somber. It's like our favorite episode. We can't I know. I love that one. I, the reason I plucked it is because yeah. I listened to it this yeah, morning. You don't hear him bringing up Joel Kim Booster's episode. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Another solid one. Pretty much anyone that we didn't name is a bad one. That's <laughs> e- right. That's Lane. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Also good. Actually, we got rid of that one because he met uh, Mariah. Carrie and didn't want uh, the record of. Uh, oh, is that show. true? Yeah. Oh, wow. I should have probably told you that. I'm sorry. I, I just. Yeah, well, I tell you what. As a as an outside observer, that is a fascinating piece of trivia, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that exciting it, to live in a world where one of your guests met the person they were talking about? Yes. It just happened recently. Well, we he, had a couple of those because we had yeah. Anthony Devito who knows Train. Yes. Uh, and uh, we have Tommy McNamara who runs Train. Um, yes, <laughs> me and Derek Rose. And, uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question, guy. Have you ever run train? <laughs> uh, not, not in my memory, no. There are huge holes. Oh, where I, I could have been doing literally anything. I almost made a terrible joke. I, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was not both of our minds. And, uh, cheers to us for that. <laughs> We're good men. <laughs> um, no. The th- I'm shocked to hear that you say that you're doing another season because I think what I also may have I don't know if I said this on the other but what made me laugh so hard about when you told me that you weren't going to do another season is because you realized the funniest thing to do was, was to do Sex and the City yeah. 2 again well, so yeah, and that you was, couldn't do it that was at the end of the second season so we had grown up to the mid Sex and the City 2 and we were still deciding on the night of the last show what we were going to do for the third season and we realized I, I think a friend might have told someone 
sort of said I suggested this the other day. I can't remember who it was, and I don't even remember if they suggested it. But anyway, we were like, the funniest thing we could have done would be Sex and the City 2 again because we were emotionally ruined from 52 <laughs> screenings of that film. It was so just absent of any <laughs> self-awareness. Uh, but we did We Are Your Friends, which is a music movie about Zac Efron trying to be a DJ in Los ah. Angeles. And uh, it, was, it was like the movie was too earnest. It was like a real attempt at making a meaningful piece of cinema. And the other two were like cynical kind of you know, not not as good in movies. And so mm-hmm. it was sort of a misstep because it wasn't as fun to put the boot into this, like, sort of failed art project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we retired after that because we were tired. And then Tim still lives in New Zealand and I'm here. And we sort of sadly don't get a lot of communication with each other if it's not around something that we're both working on. Yeah, And yeah. so we've sort of revived it uh, <laughs> while simultaneously attempting to revive our flagging friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So That's this going to happen beautiful. to us someday. Yeah. <laughs> There's a genuine Pavlovian element with it, though, you know, where it's like I've lost the friend Tim, and now if I get a message from him, it's usually some piece of administration around finding a time for us to watch and discuss Sex wow. in the City together. This is hitting pretty close to home. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we're just very busy. Yeah, yeah, we've all got heaps on. That's what's great about us, you know. You know what movie you could do next? Drop Dead Gorgeous, which features the film Pressure, the song Pressure Man. I can from see the feelers. why oh, this guy okay. is a host because he brings it back to Look the topic. Oh, and I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, still have, I still have no idea what you bring to the show. Tommy. Oh, because I'm visibly drunk. Is that what's wrong? <laughs> oh, that. What is... was the plot of Drop Dead Gorgeous? Sorry. <laughs> A guy came onto a podcast and was mean. That was <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the movie. Uh, shot in a mockumentary format, it follows the contestants of a beauty pageant uh, called the Sarah Rose Cosmetics Mount Rose American Teen Princess Pageant, uh, held in the small fictional town of, you guessed it, Mount Rose, Minnesota. Um, in which various contestants die in sp- suspicious so, ways. I think a lot of people probably guess Mount Rose, but not everyone got Minnesota. I did. <laughs> and this is one of the distinguishing features I'm talking about when I say that I am quite an illustrious and intelligent guest. He is. Look, he just he's full of data, <laughs> which is what we want. S- starring who? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, I can't remember. No, no one of interest? That's gorgeous. Oh wait, uh, Kirsten Dunst is the is the one that I remember from that. Ah, she's, yeah, she's successful. What, what, who else is in this? I think there's a lot of actresses in this. Um, let's see here. Du, du, du. Oh, Kirstie Alley's in this too, and Denise Richards. Wow, hot cast, huh? You've been on Kirstie Alley's Twitter lately? I have not. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I okay. So just a heads up, we're not. I don't think we're going to be able to do uh, the. We went to Facebook today because I posted about it twenty minutes ago, and all Zero I've gotten comments. one comment from Dale McPeak that says, "You also guessed it." LOL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jared just texted me, but I don't think he knows the band, so I don't know if we're going to get a voicemail from him. But you know what? That's a shame. Maybe I was really looking forward to Jared's appraisal. I should have asked him. I I was driving. I drove back, back from D.C. today. It was a treacherous drive. You were in D.C. I was in D.C. this very morn. What? Yeah. You, you, this is the thing. You only text me to keep up with the podcast. I know. I guess. Wow. <laughs> oh, no, I've I really like, come in here. <laughs> you really fucked really us up here. Yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I. Um, so I well I think maybe if he can still he, 
you can just get him to review it. I won't defend anything he says because he's quite a, you know, he's he doesn't hold back. No. Let him have his way with the band, you know. I'll stand up to them while you guys try and hang shit on them. But uh, Jared can have his wicked way with the feelers. And uh, rest assured, they'll have their wicked way with Jared. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that how they're going to respond? Uh, not necessarily, but... The, the lead singer of the Feelers, a guy called James Reed. So yes. the Feelers experienced immense success in New Zealand. Which yes. Sadly, so they're royalty in New Zealand. They were for a window of time, but it, it doesn't ever quite afford you enough financial security to insulate you from having to go back to graft. Like if you don't sustain it, you will mm-hmm. still have to go back to grafting together a career. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of what's happened. Uh, is every summer they do sort of you know either a winery tour or he does an acoustic solo tour. Yeah, but the, the is he the only one that? that's gone solo at all? Uh, yeah, I think others might play in other bands, but uh-huh. he's sort of he's he's got still possessed of an unholy amount of self belief. Uh, <laughs> and you think that's an affront to God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think a little. <laughs> um, but he so I used to I used to host a TV show. On which, like, uh, we'd fill out segments. I was on a public access, you know, mm. show. And uh, friends would come on. We had a segment called Kiwi Heroes. And friends would come on dressed as New Zealand celebrities. And I'd interview them as though they were celebrities. And a friend of mine, Joseph Moore, came on as James Reed. <laughs> and this was like a pretty, you know, it's like not an, an uh, it's not a, t- it's not a huge show. It's not a tiny show. Like, but not a large number of New Zealanders are watching it. Yeah. And uh, he somehow caught wind of it. And took real issue with the way oh, he was portrayed wow. so you, on this like middling little <laughs> improvised comedy segment on a public yeah, access TV like show. A com- yeah, like a comedy bang bang type yeah, character. Yeah. That's wild. So you know the idea of Jared's appraisal getting back to James Reed in a, a angry voicemail or whatever. Yeah, he said play. he's making one now. Oh, okay, uh, I, I'm very excited. So he probably will hear this then. <laughs> I mean, you got to think there's not a lot of journalism about this band. I've read. I'm gonna say every piece of it. Well, uh, I, within a half an hour, yeah. And so, did you read most a lot? of its YouTube comments? Oh, I see. Yeah. So they get. I, I read a lot of their recent press as well, and it's like it seems every year around summer, there's like a a different journalist from one of the two main newspapers has done a sit down interview with James Reed, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, big things are coming. We're doing the tour this summer. We're getting the band they, back together." Oh, they, wow. they pissed people off a lot. It seems like in 2009 by promising an album that didn't come out until 2011. Uh, they were like, there's a, they were like, there's an album coming out in a few months. They said, and then it, t- and then they were like, actually, it's uh, late uh, 2011. And you know, these New Zealanders, they're uh, they're like Kevin. They, they they're restless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they also antagonized a lot of New Zealanders because they were given. Uh, the, we hosted the Rugby World Cup in 2000. This was big. Yeah, this rugby, was one of the biggest. Of course, biggest we all remember found. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, I'm frankly relieved. I was going to explain, you know, <laughs> how significant different sports are in different countries, and the idea of hosting a large scale event can really inject a lot of money into the economy, mm-hmm. which is the stimulus needed. You know, some of that money trickles down to the regions, and it sort of helps keep everyone happy. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> we did a live episode from the rugby world cup, so uh, yeah. we I know guess what it we're probably just about. got lost in the general fanfare of the rugby world. Well, cup. the rugby 2011 world... was not a strong year for standby event. <laughs> Yet another fifth, a slate of fifty-two Actually... absolute duds as guests. <laughs> Actually, the rugby world cup met Mariah Carey, so they asked that we delete their episode. <laughs> I'm not, I, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> um, but anyway, they, I can't remember what it happened if they got given a grant. I don't know what the arrangement was, but somehow they were told they were going to create the anthem, like the national, the New Zealand 
musical anthem that would mm-hmm. not like in a national anthem way but like the song that would be representative of us hosting the 2011 rugby world cup yes and they just came out with a cover of yeah. some like obscure yeah. oh you uh what the hell song was it people were pissed right about here it. right right now. here right now this yeah. is the really? only that's yeah 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 so they just, that did, like, they just covered a shitty <laughs> song <song's> bad. <laughs> yeah and uh wow. everyone was like it's really bad right it's, the, here, it's a corny right ass now. commercial too yeah. yeah and everyone was sort of like what the fuck, <laughs> James? What are you doing? Yeah, but uh, so a lot of the more recent press is like, "Yep, it's going to start happening again pretty soon," wow. <laughs> and it hasn't been happening for a while. Have you I, seen them live? I've oh, not seen question. the Feelers live. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, do they play a lot in New Zealand? Y- they, yeah, right they now do. it's like they do, but it's not stuff. right yeah. now. Right now, <laughs> and it's not. It's yeah. It's it's not sort of uh, large venue gigs like they they they've. They've experienced, you know, they've gone to the top of the mountain and they're on the other side now on the way back down. So yeah. they're, they're going to the clubs they would have played before, and bars and pubs that they would have played before they were superstars. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Was, do you remember the movie Invictus? I haven't watched was it. Was that New Zealand? We were, yeah, we were the villains in the movie You were the Invictus. villains. Okay. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. New Zealand being involved in that. <laughs> it's right. so, it is so funny that New Zealand were the villains <laughs> in, in a movie about South African racial that. politics. It's like, well, yeah, I'll tell you who's to blame. It's the fucking New Zealand rugby team. Apartheid was their idea, and until we <laughs> defeat them, yeah. <laughs> Our country will never be united. I'm happy I brought that up because yeah, I uh, That's great. could not remember, but I knew they were involved in some way. Yeah. Hot off the presses, we do have a voicemail from Jared Thompson. Uh, this is uh, a little segment we call They Went to Jared. What's up, y'all? This week's We Went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending uh, the the Feelers, who I guess are a band from Australia, or I think it's in Australia, or New Zealand or something. I think that's the same place. Um, so uh, anyway, it's, I think it's like slang for Australia or whatever, New, New Zealand. Like it's sort of like calling like the grand old flag or like the American flag. It's stupid. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I assume that if they're being talked about on this podcast, then they must be somewhat popular somewhere, and also that they're not, you know, respected by people, which all of that makes sense listening to it. I just listened and heard of them for the first time just now and listened to it for the first time. And I mean, it it the fir- the first thing that came to my mind when listening to the first song that came up is that it sounds like it's from like Grey's Anatomy, which is like Tommy's favorite. Like he loves all those like one blue headlight or whatever that one song is. Like they sound like one of those bands that would have been on like soundtracks of like really bad, like melodramatic shows. And then they'll get like harder. I listen to like three or four songs and they'll get like harder. And it's just, I mean, it's just really like corporate overproduced like crap. I mean, it's just not good. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it's like you can see very easily why they would, they would, like people would like dumb, like soccer moms or whatever would listen to it. Just people that don't ever do research on music. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, sorry, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but it's not good, that's for sure. All right, thanks. 
Can I just say, while I might disagree with his assessment of the bandy feelers, I'm right with Jared in the mantra, fuck soccer mums, am I right? These <laughs> dumb broads. Yeah, we've had enough of them. Yeah, he's good for nothing dames. Yeah, get your Are kid r- into football. <laughs> Are rugby it's good moms for their brains. Uh, no, I mean, no, the soccer moms is like international for... Mm-hmm. Because uh, we invented just like here. white woman, like <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, Who's who just takes their kid to sport? Yeah, like a yeah. supportive parental figure. And I've I wish it, I had a soccer mom. I've had it or with not mom, but like a soccer dad. Moms. My mom was very supportive and is remains very supportive. Don't but I wish I had someone who would have t- taken me to basketball practice instead of my. How did you? How did you get? Dad. How did you get there? Oh, I didn't. I just became fat and cut cut from the team, guy. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, but if only. That's a real I, shame because you had a lot of promise. I did. You had handles, man. <laughs> I had very supportive parents and still became fat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> so I had different parents, different outcomes. Um, Same. But podcast. yeah, I think I'm I'm willing. Yeah, yeah. That is a great theme. <laughs> great. That's different our parents, different, different outcomes, outcomes, same podcast. podcast. <laughs> but Outback. I I don't entirely disagree with his uh, you know, his assessment, assessment of the band. Like he, he saw that there was enough merit for them to succeed. Like you know, enjoy the mild success. Yeah. That's that what I had. said. They're not bad. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. uh, and the song that I most. Uh, I probably stand behind the most, even though I think it's like it's the most earnest one. Fishing for Lisa. Let's play it right let's now. Let's listen to it. And it's about the Simpsons. This is a, this is a song that I before I even <laughs> had experienced heartbreak or like Ooh. you know had even managed to be in a relationship. This is a song where I'd listen to and be like, God damn it! I wish I could just fall in love with someone and break up with them. So I could <laughs> listen to the song and really feel it more than I am right now, which is still quite a lot. I wish I could fish for Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Shed it on better And now I'll sit here trying to count my loss But you're my reason to live I'm trying to find my angel You give nothing, get the same return I said it would be this song Emotional, or in my instance, wanting to be emotional while listening to that, can't you? Oh, of oh course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, of what are you, what are your impressions of that? Is that first hearing for both of you? That, that was the first hearing. Re- that oh, yes, for an impression. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I I liked that. Uh, I'm you know I'm a softy. I liked that more than I should have probably given my age. But uh, yeah, it's I could see. I like a sentimental. You know. Little thing. Apparently, this was a song based on a short relationship that James had when they were overseas producing this album and touring. Where is overseas for New Zealand? America. Oh. <laughs> Literally everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
Buried Alive by Love says, No one has commented on this song. It is a beautiful song by New Zealand band The Feelers. <laughs> Which is literally said right above what her comment, <laughs> or his comment, I should say. Uh, probably why it isn't very well known. I think it's about how he wants what he can't have. She was everything to him, but she has gone, and he thought she was the reason for him to live. Simple message, but really well done. That's how I feel, too. I am buried by love. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should give a similarly earnest and just frank assessment of the YouTube user who wrote that comment, (laughs) which was, you know, I think it sounded like they were trying to communicate that the song was about (laughs) a guy who wanted something and couldn't have it. I I think that, like, even hearing it then, it's the, the tone and the melody and the like the violin coming in with that drum kick and yeah. you're like oh my god they're really going for something here if i was to sing along i'd get like two out of every five words which is enough to try but <laughs> yeah, not enough course. to sound any good yeah uh, I, there's I, no I, memorable like, lyrics in there i don't think no it's very generic uh they're i'm trying to find my angel lyrics, like, you yeah. give me nothing uh, they're never I saying this, anything. No, I thought you were songs, my reason yeah. to live. There's no the the songwriting is terrible. It, it's just like it's very bad. What's the one where they say I am a river? <laughs> uh, I'm fishing for Lisa, like a meeting in the water. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I hate meetings in the water. The other day, CAA hit me up, and they were like, "Hey." <laughs> Get down to the a, Hudson. I had a chat. <laughs> we got a big opportunity for you. See, I had a general with CBS, and it was yeah, it was deep in the Red Sea. And I was like, "Look, buddy, if I'm going to pitch you an award-winning series, it's going to be on land." Um, yeah, what do you think, Tommy? Uh, it's not good, but uh, it's not bad. That's the thing. This whole I, but it's They're, pleasant it's all, though. It's all fine. Yeah. It is pleasant. It's Did all... you have songs like that? That like you. Um, like you were saying, that longing for this made you long for like a relationship. Something you just wanted to feel what this was trying to make yeah, you feel. Yeah, I did that. I was just thinking of what made me think, made me feel like that, and it was anything that Vertical Horizon made. They're you know Vertical Horizon. Horizon. What was yeah. their big hit? Uh, she's so high. No, no, no. You're no a God. That's not. It's, oh, okay. uh, that's Tell Bachman. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had uh, You're a God. You're though, a God with them. Vertical And you're then also, so you sailed away. Into a gray sky morning. Oh, it's a, it's probably, a shame that we can play all songs except Vertical Horizon, and all <laughs> Vertical Horizon songs must be rendered. In a I have to. Well, we had that, a bro. guest who talked about Vertical Horizon and then met them, and then is somehow. <laughs> it's, oh, best I ever had. It's called. It's I the Drake song. <laughs> Listen to how hard I fucking nailed this just now. Baby, you're my everything. <laughs> You the fucking best. So you sailed away. Yeah. It's an upside down. Uh, it looks like a little girl doing a flip. Yeah. Is it? And this is your fishing for Lisa. <laughs> this is my fishing for Lisa. Damn, this is a good song though. I still think this is a banger. I'm gonna defend <laughs> Vertical Horizon on this show sure. someday. All right. Anyway, that's <laughs> enough vertical horizon. It's so good that you talk. still think it's a banger. I'm so <laughs> this is the sort of thing I was afraid of. But for you to just generously share the same, of course, thing that's, back. This is, I think, the uh, the vibe of the show is that I that I tend to agree with the emotions of, of yeah. the of the guests. And Tommy sits there in his Princess in his Snarkness. throne. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> 
His throne built on quips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A flimsy throne at that. <laughs> you don't even hang out anymore. You can't be mean to me. Come on. Right. This, this motherfucker's the wolf of dog strip. He's not afraid to call it how he sees it. And he sees it as a wolf. <laughs> That's right, in black and white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's hear another song here. Um, so, did you have? Let me let me ask you this guy, because you said. Uh, oh, can I can I give you a, a song like a, a fun little comedic thing that my friends and I used to do for one of the songs? Of course. So, if you could please play <laughs> the song by the Feelers, Venus. Yes. And uh, for the sake of comedy, if you could instead of hearing him sing the word, I think I know where this is going. Venus. Well, if you give me a chance, I'll tell you. Yeah, let's hear. Uh, if you could imagine he was singing the word penis. I oh was way God. off. I was. I was also <laughs> far off. I thought you were going to say, imagine that uh, he was singing about the popular book, uh, Men Are From Venus, Women Are From Mars. <laughs> Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Oh, that's how you'd like it to be. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck. 2018. <laughs> yeah. People can be from different planets. <laughs> All right, let's hear some Venus. And, and remember, imagine he's saying penis. <laughs> Good. Like oh, fuck, light. this works better than I thought. See you soon, give up yourself and dive into the moon. And I don't mind being with you, know it up by myself. There's a river in all of us. A river in all of us. As you are in me, there's a river in all of us. Are in me. Come on, little Venus. Little Venus. Your shadows. Yeah, you're one of us. <laughs> Funny, the steps inside <laughs> your head. Walking, trying to find yourself. <laughs> <laughs> It would have to be so large that it wouldn't fit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, can you explain to me these lyrics? Uh, Almost definitely, as co-writer of the song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a river in all of us that's dry, as you are in me. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, so the the river in all of us that's dry is there's a there's a you know a deep emotional well that remains untapped. This incredible wow. resource of feeling. That for whatever reason, for the songwriter and the person for whom the song was written, is not presently being experienced. As you are in me, absolute fucking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but who is he to say that there's a river in all of us that's dry? Why? He's James Reed of the Feelers. <laughs> most successful New yeah. Zealand musician of 2001 to 2004. <laughs> Kiwi Music point. says, at first thought, this may have been a love song, kind of along the lines of an unrequited love and searching for the answers on the right path to take. 
After looking and listening to it, I've decided it could be anything, and only the writer will know. <laughs> incredible analysis. Thank you. It's incredible wow. to arrive at the end of that thought and still push submit. I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> to talk yourself into taking a stance and then going, yep. Uh, SS.com writes, Venus is the goddess of love and sexuality. Ooh. With that in mind, it seems obvious to me this song is about the female orgasm. Mm. Ah, sounds like someone who's quite familiar with the female orgasm right there. <laughs> I think that song doesn't stand out. I remember it vividly, but because it, it ramps up a bit at the end and like you know, it gets an electric guitar involved and you, you wind up in a place which isn't just the sheer intimacy that Fishing for Lisa just it, it doesn't break and it's sort of unwaveringly earnest. But this is like also at the end, they're like, yeah, and we know how to rock. Yeah, we love and rock. He's like taking uh, a bunch of Adderall that day. He's like all like, come, come my penis, please. That was that thing. You know, everyone was mad at Donald Trump for snorting Adderall. It's like, you know, snorting Adderall is fine. We've all done it. (laughs) One of the rare pro Donald Trump. It's like, that's the thing you're going to get upset about? That's that's my problem. Get mad about the child that died in the camp, but don't get mad about the Adderall. Yeah, sure, that's sure, what people sure. are like. Oh, he drinks yeah, yeah. Uh, diet coke. Yeah. Uh, what a loser! A lot of like, un- shut the yeah, fuck up. A lot of unconvincing protests. Oh yeah, it's just no good. You can't snort Adderall. <laughs> God, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, let's hear. Let's hear another feeler song. Unfortunately, we kind of got to rush through this. No, that's playlist okay. A little uh, bit. If 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 you'd be uh, so brave, so I sent as you. Uh, accurately observed I sent six songs From the first two albums Yes But I feel like In the interest of covering More of the band's career uh, We can We can span further So uh, Larger Than Life Was I think uh, Not the You know Not the last commercial hit But it's certainly like Almost A second wave Of the feelers Or like when they were trying to You know Kings of Leon Put out like Their first two albums Were really Quite great I thought And mm-hmm. then they were like And now People like us, we're going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah. It, it feels like a song from there, and now we're going to make a shit ton of money. Sure. Face. Now we're playing okay. arenas. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear Sex is on Fire from uh, <laughs> The Feelers. <laughs> Confession to make. You love the feelers. I'm a huge feelers fan. <laughs> oh, 
But the, I can't the reason it's taken us a year and a half for me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't choose that song because I, I can't really stand behind that. It's like I still enjoy this, but I feel like it's representative of the journey that the band is for sure has been on. That felt that like printed out song. three doors down. That's oh, exactly yeah. what I was about was to say. Tell me when I'm gone. I'm here. That's how I started singing it. But that's that's their sort of you know there's there's a big their big stadium hit you know okay because at this point all the band is strung out but you know those chords and drum breaks are pretty easy to get through i uh, yeah i mean there's it's yeah and from there it all sort of continued to f- fall apart somewhat this yeah. is the part of the behind the music where it uh, goes down it reminds me of uh the andy daly character who's a political comedian who never says anything about politics yeah. that's what they're yeah. doing about love <laughs> they're like they're never really giving an opinion that's so true yeah. it's the most generic yeah. things yeah. they could say so they'd forgotten uh. the experience of falling in love yeah. and then attempted <laughs> to write a song about it less is up. more they say uh, the the more I learn, the less I know. If this is a feeling, then I want it to grow because <laughs> you're larger than life. Well, if that's you, how especially I if you it. stack those sentences next to each other, the more the learn, I, the less I know. That sounds frustrating. Yes. And yet, if this is a feeling, he wants that to grow. Yeah, you like it. <laughs> yeah, well, he likes being confused. Yeah. yeah. Pick a fucking side. <laughs> uh, I, this is very bad. Yeah. For Let's reference, uh, keep going. No song facts for, on that. One of the fun things I found um, on. Uh, the Wikipedia page for the feelers when I was yes. sort of doing my own research to help me remember my relationship to them is uh, this is a great sentence and also borderline evidence that James Reed has been tinkering with their Wikipedia page which is my favorite <laughs> level of musician is someone who's oh, still yeah. Is, oh yeah who you cares know, about that yeah it says in 2008 in July 2008 the feelers played a sellout show at the Octagon in Dunedin before an All Blacks versus South Africa test match at Carisbrook. And uh, the the reason I find that interesting is it's such an insane piece of context uh, yeah, to provide. Wait. Like that, that, he so, said sold out, but so it that, was the that, rugby match yeah, that they, was sold, they, they sold out. Well, no, so yeah, that's yeah. the first thing you'd think, but it's not <laughs> even that. They were playing in Dunedin on the same night as like the most popular show in town, which was the sports event. Yeah, oh, I see. And they bothered to be like, and yet, in spite yeah. of this tremendous oh, okay. thing happening That's across so town, specific. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like who, what fan was either at this gig and has since remembered it and took the time. It's yeah. just no, you're right. It has cra- to be either crazy. them or like their manager or something. But That's I mean, because I first thought the same thing as you guys. I was like, yeah. who's claiming a sold out? Like <laughs> Beyonce is not like I sold. I mean, Beyonce, it doesn't make a difference for her. But yeah, you know, like yeah. if you play the Super Bowl, that's not your gig. Are the feelers the Beyonce (laughs) of New Zealand? Uh, Yeah, in in the same way that they're sort of a huge part of the cultural conversation and they're critically and commercially revered, Yes, they are indistinguishable from Beyonce. (laughs) I want to say, I I was reading, there was one article that I found that I thought was interesting. They have a a member of their band called Nine Lives. That's his nickname. He's unreliable. And, uh, he's very unreliable. That's what's. Uh, that's the thing about him. I don't like uh, this. And this is from an article on stuff.com. Stuff.co.nz. Uh, stuff. Co. 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 New Zealand website got the stuff.com URL. <laughs> is that the Google of New Zealand? Stuff.co.nz? Uh, no, it's more the New York Times of New Zealand. Oh, wow. That's it. Uh, Truly. 
<laughs> it does look very professional. Their website stuff. is very fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's we fucking put all the news, you know, that you know, politics, weather, business and all that fucking stuff. <laughs> There's nothing funny about that. Yeah. Uh, Not to New Zealanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the one thing they find no humor in. <laughs> uh, the feelers, 25 years on from sleeping in cars, panic attacks, and near misses. It says Nine Lives had done it again. The name had been earned via his habit of leaving and rejoining the band, but no matter, Tim Skedden was a mate, so the rest of the feelers would laugh it off. This time, though, having worked hard to build a strong Christchurch following. Is that how you pronounce that? Christchurch or Christchurch? It looks like Christchurch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Believe in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The band thought that they'd cracked it. A local label was dealing a recording uh, contract. Everyone was crowded. (laughs) What's that? That's a weird use of the word dealing. It said dangling, to be honest. I read it as dealing. My eyes are, uh, my contacts are a little fucked. Uh, It said everyone was crowded into an office, gagging to, it it does say gagging. (laughs) 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 Gagging to sign and already hearing themselves on the radio, but Nine Lives never showed up. And the deal fell apart. It turned out he couldn't find a place to park his car, had a panic attack, and then went home to bed. Wow. Uh, let's never let that happen. Yeah, and to think that's before they even put out an album. <laughs> this is the very beginning. Yeah, so, uh, but if he had not signed, the feelers may not have signed to Warner Music and not released five number one albums along with the wow. 21 charting singles, including three number ones. Five number one albums, I'm okay with saying. 21 charting singles? Yeah. A lot of songs chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three number one songs across five number one albums? That yeah, is not, bizarre. Those that numbers don't weird. stack up. That's the New Zealand marketplace, though. It's a crazy... It's the Wild West out there <laughs> in that it is very sparsely populated. Uh, just for got a, uh, Buster Scruggs over there? Buster Scruggs. Is that the new... Cohen. Cohen brother, yeah, yeah. Brothers movie? It's a Western thing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but I understand it's beautiful and told in small segments. (laughs) Uh, Just for further insight into the mind of the great James Reid, founding member, you know, writer, singer-songwriter. Another interview I found on the New Zealand Herald, which Uh is sort of the, you know, Washington Post to stuff's New York Times. (laughs) Uh, He got asked the very challenging question by a musical journalist, or presumably like a motoring journalist who was just filling in for the interview, (laughs) Uh, who's on your ideal summer music fest dream team lineup? And uh, this is, I think, like maybe it's less than five years ago. This is James Reed programming a, a summer music festival. Yeah. Cat Stevens, Sting, Paul Simon, MSMR, Black Eyed Peas would get the party cranking. Oh, no. <laughs> the Edge, doing a few tracks. On the acoustic. Just the edge? Just the edge? What a Bono shot Bono can have oh. the night off. <laughs> oh, man. What a shot. We Weird. need some Cirque du Soleil for the kids and with some spiritual guidance, a few words from the Dalai Lama. <laughs> what? Quote, the mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's open. End quote. As a music festival, that could be the worst lineup of all yeah, time. Yeah, that's very bad. It is inspirational. I do, I do like that there are emphatically no women involved. <laughs> like, that, like, yeah, yeah. And even Bono. <laughs> Take the night off. It's yeah. truly... Uh, it's something else, isn't it? <laughs> and he didn't even list... Uh, who's the other guy from uh, from uh, U2? Um, shit. There you go. Well, there's four of them. 
Who are the other guys? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. Who are the other guys? Uh, one of them is McMullen, is his last name. But, Wait, uh, Nick Mullen? Yeah, is Nick part Mullen. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Nick Mullen and Stavros. And, uh, <laughs> and Adam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Adam's not involved. But, <laughs> That's the Cumboys' best kept secret. <laughs> they are secretly a half <laughs> of popular Irish rock band U2. That's why they're... Uh, their Patreon numbers are far less impressive. People than like with think. or without you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are going to have to do something uh, we've never done before on this show. We're going to have to very quickly go through the last yeah, few speed songs. Round. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do a speed round. Do we have four songs left? I think we have three. Four. You can cut one of your two. Okay. No, no, Which we'll one would all, you we'll want to play like 30 cut? Seconds no, play okay. play a little bit of all of them. We'll play we'll play twenty five seconds of each of these songs. Okay. Right. The average time a man has sex. Yeah. <laughs> associate with and I don't even know if this ever happened our national carrier is called Air New Zealand it's actually a fantastic airline truly world class nice and uh, they would always play sort of before they played lots of New Zealand music they'd play like very different sort of vaguely anthemic and uplifting music to be like hey you're going on a plane it's going to be cool come over for you to get to this destination and that song I'll hear it and it'll always feel like it's I'm about to go song. on holiday I'm like Love. this is fucking happening it's on this is actually if I could use a phrase from the great James Reed as good as it gets <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah I mean this is what the sort of thing I was afraid of where it's like hearing it with people who have none of this context it's like that is a real fucking war crime of a song <laughs> no I don't think it's a I war actually crime. didn't think it was, the, it I, was think bad, I think it's Switzerland I think it's a neutral country yeah, in a great a war <laughs> yeah, it's true that this is real is a uh, I'm watching the wind blow I'm waiting the rain he's yeah. watching everything he just loves Get watching involved, I'm James. watching this whole 
Damn, from a bus. It's too high. We have, we high. He's got the right the whole joke. So we only have one song left, actually. What? And, uh, yeah, we uh, we forgot we listened to Fishing for Lisa. Uh, Venus and Pressure Man were the ones we started with. And, and then, then Communicate. Communicate. As good as, uh, as, good as it gets. And now, and us oh, out. Okay, so this song, the reason I said that they were worse than Ezra is that this song is a direct ripoff of a Better Than Ezra song called King of New Orleans, and I'm going to play it really quick to demonstrate that. But you guys talk about how you feel while I do that. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I would love to see the timeline on, on when these songs were released, because there's a very high chance Ezra were huge Feelers fans. Oh, that could be. Maybe Ezra stole, maybe you know, better than Ezra stole what's this. More, what's more likely? A New Zealand band thinking they can rip off an American band and no one find out? Or an American band being like, well, no one's going to fucking hear this. Oh, that's a good point. Not crazy, right? <laughs> no, no, no. You are on the nose. Okay, I'm going to look up the years. You guys place your bets. Uh, look, well, as a loyalist, I'm going to say The Feelers. I feel like this song was either 2001 or 2003. I mean, I don't know the band better than Ezra. As a jingoist, I will say better than Ezra. Okay. And, and then I guess, Tom, you get to take uh, parallel thinking. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The most your, fun bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I will be taking the chaos theory. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, I'm realizing I don't know exactly how to figure this out. Uh, let's see, it's probably just on the bottom. Yeah, we'll play it while you look. I like this song. One of my favorite uh, Norm McDonald jokes ever is that he did a weekend update joke where he said, uh, the number one college rock band in the world, better than Ezra. Number two, Ezra. It's <laughs> a great joke. And there ain't no last I checked, there ain't no crime against it. <laughs> uh, actually, so I think this is from the second album, two thousand three. Meaning that you're probably an odds-on favorite here. Do you remember roughly what time? Okay. I think it was late nineties. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> guilty as charged. It's the same chorus. It's like yeah, exactly the same. Well, uh, I guess you know the the same logic I was using against better than Israel can fold right back on the fields, and it's like well. No one's going to hear this. We're in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's fair game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, this has been a fun app. Um, yeah, probably are... the best one. 
<laughs> I kind of think as a bit we should have you on for the next 52 episodes. <laughs> 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 talking about yeah. the feelings. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty funny. We'll talk about it later. It's a big yeah, game. This will be a later discussion. Uh, <laughs> guy, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, what boys. What a fun time. Yeah, Is there anything you want to plug before we rip this playlist apart? Uh, what? <laughs> uh, when will this podcast go live? Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Oh, it's very unlikely, but if you're in New York and not doing anything tomorrow 12 night, Thursday, 12.20, that's right. I'm hosting a show at Union Hall Ooh. called I'm Friends With These People, and it's going to be good. I am good at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or you can follow me online at Guy underscore Mont on Twitter and Instagram. Hell yeah. Tommy? Uh, come see me 12.23 at Lincoln Lodge. I'm going to do a half hour. Uh, Ricky Gonzalez also doing a long set, plus we'll have Colt Cabana and uh, Marty DeRosa. Hell yeah. It's a fun show. That's a fun show. I will be headlining Go Bananas in Cincinnati the 27th through New Year's Eve. Come to that. I'll also be in, if you're in Indiana, I'll be uh, at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington uh, January 17th through the 19th. And I'll also be in Indianapolis for one night uh, with uh, with friends doing a little set on a holiday show. With on... Ross, Rachel. Of course, Chandler. that is yeah. true. Uh, Chandler is making a special appearance. Um, also, can I just say really quick, if Jared's still listening, the song is called One Headlight, not One Blue Headlight. <laughs> That's a crazy thing for a song. This is parody vision, which was almost as popular. <laughs> uh, what do you think of this playlist, my man? Oh, I forgot to read. So here's the thing. I, I truly don't think, I don't think any of it is bad. I think it is the most generic bland music in the world. Uh, so I feel like I have to rank it a three out of six because it's a perfect down the middle 50-50 kind of thing. So I feel like three is the only thing I can give it. Okay, so I didn't like Pressure Man very much, but... God, the opening of Pressure I Man I used is to horrible. love... Yeah, I think that turned me off a lot, yeah. but I used to have a huge crush on Kirsten Dunst. Uh, mm. And therefore... I'm giving this playlist a 3.75. <laughs> she gets .75? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a... I really liked uh, I, some of this playlist. I, I, You know what? Fishing for Lisa, we got to listen to that Vertical Horizon song. That left a pleasant taste. So, yeah, I think <laughs> but your, your writing is truly in the spirit of uh, my relationship to the feelers, which is yeah. like, it, it's, it's built on <laughs> almost memory. Like, yeah. you know, you can look at the evidence in the cold, hard light of day and say... No, but you know, like you can't take away, a co- you know, like the connection you build with the bands you listen to in adolescence. Exactly, you can't take away our memories, Tommy. Yeah, oh, try, I'm trying to. Yeah. Try as you fucking well might, Magnum. Ma- Why am Magnum- I the Mara, villain right? of the podcast? It's McNamara. You're my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for having me, gents. <laughs> this is so fun. Oh, what do you rate for the playlist before we? Six out of six. All right, perfect. Um, I'm mad at you now. <laughs> What a good good way to end the show. (laughs) Guys, thanks so much for listening. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash standbyyourband. We're going to put some content up before the holidays. I hope <laughs> we'll have time this week. This will yeah. be the first time in a while we've had some it's a time. It's a good advertisement. <laughs> hey, yeah, buy this product. We're going to make the product. Oh, I think we're going to make the product. Yeah, we tr- we're trying our best out here, my friends. Um, there's stockings up. I just want you to know it's a jolly apartment right now. The the mood the mood is high. Um, the mood uh, is festive. Yes, the Thank mood is guys. festive, and uh, we love you for listening. If you like the show, rate and review on iTunes. Those make me happy, and uh, we miss you. Bye.